everybody, and welcome. It's Lori here, and today I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Lillian Savoy. And we're going to talk about energy healing. So I know a lot of people out there think that this is a woo-woo topic, and heck, you may be right, but it's something that I truly believe that so many beauty practitioners embody. The fact that we have this ability to help our clients heal in many different ways. And I'm not saying we're curing cancer or we're doctors or anything like that. It's a whole different thing that we're talking about today, energy healing. So Lillian was introduced to me by Dr. Ben Johnson of Osmosis, and I have worked with her. I I call her my, my therapist. I have sessions with her on Friday mornings once a month to help me just stay clear and focused and on point with what I want to accomplish in this lifetime. And Lillian has also been a coaching client of mine. I've helped her with some, some different business strategies. I can't wait for you to listen in today. If you are somebody who has thought that you have these energy healing capabilities or or you know that you have them, or maybe you just aren't sure how to tap into them. We're going to talk about all of this, and we're going to talk about crystals, and we're going to talk about gaining the confidence to use your ability to help your clients look and feel amazing, because that's a big part of our job. And what we give out is so important to our clients and, and to us in, in the world of, uh, of business, really. It's, it's a unique gift that we have. So stay tuned and enjoy the show today. And I would love to hear your feedback on this one because it's a topic that nobody's really speaking about. Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious beauty biz entertainment. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and today I'm here with my friend, Lillian Savoy. Hi, Lillian. Hey. Where are you today? I am in Mandeville, Louisiana. Well, I'm so happy to have you here because we're going to have a conversation, everybody, today that I just said to Lillian, we're actually friends. We've become virtual friends, right? Right. <laughs> We've yet to, to meet, but we know a lot about each other. You're either going to love us or you're going to think we're crazy. So here we go. Let's have a conversation and we'll tell you what it's about. Today, we're going to talk about healing energy and how you can incorporate this into your practice. Because I truly believe that as beauty practitioners, we're healers. And you've worked with a lot of my friends, right, Lillian? Oh, yes. I love them. And you've always said we have a hidden talent that we need to tap into more. And you've been excited to share exactly how to do this. 
I am so excited. I, uh, you definitely are all healers on a, on a level. You just have to tap into it. So I want to tell everybody how we met. I'll give everybody the Reader's Digest version. And I do want to say that I have to preface this with, we are not medicine women. We are not doctors, but this really did happen. And I'm excited to share it with my audience. So I had a rash covering my body. I know too much information here, but covering my body. And I had been to like five doctors. My clients were probably grossed out because it was all over my forearms when I was doing facials. Somebody actually asked me if I'd been in a car accident. My arms looked so bloody and scratched up. <laughs> and been to a bunch of doctors. They were saying, maybe you have formaldehyde in your house or, or um, Tide detergents doing this to you. And I knew it wasn't any of that, but everything they were suggesting was not going away. And I called a friend of mine who's an actual MD and they wanted me to take prednisone. He said, don't take it yet, Lori. I just want you to call my friend Lillian because she does this great energy healing work. And um, I had a conversation with you, Lillian. I called and I booked a session with you. And I swear to God, my friend Annie witnessed this and so did Jay. Within 24 hours, that rash that I had had for several months was gone after we had our conversation. That's awesome. I don't know if you remember it, but you really oh, had I me. Do. Yeah, you had me tap into some things that were bothering me emotionally. Yes. And um, I kept saying to you, no, there's nothing. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. So what is it? What is the healing energy? Because I think we help people do this as estheticians and beauty practitioners. We help them feel better, maybe take an hour out of their day. But what is it that we hold on to? as humans that can sometimes make us sick. Yeah, well, I think you nailed it. I think sometimes it's going a little bit deeper and figuring out the emotion behind it. And sometimes it just takes a third party to um, make you aware of it. And awareness is the perfect first step for healing. And as long as you bring it to the conscious mind or even out of your throat and, and talk about it, sometimes that's all you need to heal. Well, you totally did that for me. So I don't even know if I've ever really thanked you for it, but I will say that I share your information with everybody and I'm glad to share you today with my audience. So don't get too busy um, because I need you there when I need you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you definitely have thanked me. And I love that you have spread the word about me and I'm definitely grateful for that. People used to ask me, and they still do ask me quite often, how do you stay centered and balanced? And and really, I told everybody that I had my energy healing sessions with you. We would book once a month on Friday. They were like my therapy. So thank you for making me feel and seem normal to the general public and to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it does feel like a little bit of, of a therapy session, but it's not. It's uh, really just energy work, and it is the search for for more. And, you know, it's sometimes you got to talk about it, but then you actually have to move the energy around or out or shift your mindset. So as much as we want to think it's talk therapy, it really is your body's way of moving it around and your mind's way of thinking about it differently. Now, I know you've shared personal stories with me about how you found your way into the energy healing world. You don't have to dive that deep today if you don't want to, but what were your jobs before you started doing the work that you're doing now? <laughs> I call it my previous life. 
Um, I was in sales. I sold diamonds. I sold, uh, I was a lender for years and years. I love sales. I love people. So, but I was just searching for more and I was always interested in, um, you know, what people call the weird stuff, which is not weird anymore. It's my life, but I was tapped into astrology and psychics at a very young age. And then when I moved to Denver, I got into, uh, this circle of, people that were so amazing. I did mentorships for four years. I did um, continuing ed all the time until I gained enough, you know, courage and willpower to start my own business. And you said some people that you were close to in your life thought you were crazy. Oh, my sister just told me the other day, she said, Oh, I listened to your third eye meditation. She goes, I just laughed out loud. But here she was calling me for advice. I was like, this is so (laughs) typical. (laughs) I know people are going to want to know where can they listen to that meditation? Is it something you have on your website? Yes, I did start to build out my YouTube videos because I am so into meditations right now. I just really think that this is the key for a lot of people's healings and it's so easy. So I do have a little YouTube page on my off of my website, awakenchange.com that they can check out some awesome. and I'll have more. You know, it, you taught me a power about, I knew the word forever, but you taught me about something that has helped me process through chaos in my life, making these big changes, leaving my spa in LA. And that word is sacrifice. And I guess that's what you had to do to step away from selling diamonds into the world of energy healing. You had to sacrifice a few things. And, and one of those things is you had to be willing to be judged, right? Yeah. And you have to sacrifice a lot of friends. You have to be willing to be judged and you really have to step into your authentic side, your passion. And that's what I love to help people do. You know, sometimes really following your passion, you lose a lot of people in your life, but then the ones that really love you, even if they don't believe in your business, they really do love you at the core. And that's still important. So let's talk about... I want to talk about what energy healing means to you. Can you give me a definition or a summary of what it means to you? Oh, life is not complete without it. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) I honor it uh, totally. I am a firm believer. um, And energy healing uh, equals miracles. It really does. Now, I know we talked about judgment a little bit. Well, I want to get into that in a second. We talked about judgment a little bit, and and we've also talked about how I believe many people come into the aesthetics world, and and part of that is because they know they have this ability to make people look and feel beautiful, and that is healing. That's healing energy. That's sharing healing energy. But first, I we, let's talk about that in a second because I think we can even do this as estheticians without our clients knowing. They don't have to know. And I want to talk a little bit about how we can incorporate that into our practice. And, but first I want to know what made you a believer in the ability to help others heal through these non-traditional type methods and healing can mean so many things. It doesn't mean that you're going to cure cancer, but let's talk about what it means to you and what made you a believer in it. Well, I mean, I saw the big changes in myself. You know, it's not easy to completely close down one section section of your life, your career, and start a new one because um, you have to give up personality traits that maybe you don't like about yourself. You have to do a lot of big changes in your life. And so I, I did that for myself. So I absolutely know that people can do it for themselves and for others. 
Um, you said sacrifice. That's the perfect word. Um, the word I'm using now is surrender, like just surrender to the fact that, you know, the, the universe has so much to offer us. And, uh, this is, it get, it provides us a big toolbox for, for me to use and for y'all to use. I think people listening in can relate really well to stories. Was there something that happened in your life that made you a real believer in, in being able to provide energy healing type work to the world? Oh man. Well, I, yes. And on, on the human side, I went through a very, very ugly divorce and I know a lot of people can relate with that, but I remember seeing the giant archangel sitting over the judge. And I just remember completely giving up and saying, okay, I am in your hands. I have done everything. Every teacher has told me for the last five years. And I believe, and I am going to sit here and let you determine the outcome of my life. And my life has never been better. And that for me was a huge point, um, just in the system, in the human world. And then in the alternative world, I have seen things that would blow your mind. (laughs) And I just have seen everything from the owls talking to me and telling me what classes to teach to fairies, how they, they find people jobs and they bring the love of their lives into, into their world. I've seen, I have like seven Reiki babies that I have witnessed and talked to. I mean, so that kind of stuff will blow your mind. And, but that's the alternative healing stuff that is just amazing. A lot of it too, in the beginning probably, is just following your gut and your instincts when you're being led to something. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think people use those words, um, you know, gut and instincts. That's that's normal everyday street vocabulary. But I try to kind of push them to think, all right, what does your intuition sound like? Is it a, you know, is the voice coming in? Are you ignoring it? Uh, what are your guides? Do you know who they are? That kind of stuff. Just trying to push them out of the box a little bit. So we didn't talk about this before we hopped on today, but it's a question that just popped into my mind. Let's say somebody's listening in and they go, well, my clients leave all the time. And they tell me after they have a session with me, a facial or even, you know, like lash extensions, they tell me how good they feel. I wonder if that's a healing energy. I don't know. Do I have a healing energy? How does somebody know if they have, and I know you believe everybody has it, but what about a skeptic going, well, maybe I do. Cause people tell me I make them feel good. How would you tell people to start honoring this or to start recognizing it? Oh, that's a really good um, question. I think the number one thing is you have to realize what kind of voice you're listening to in your head. And once you realize if it's a nice voice or a mean voice, then you can kind of get yourself in check. Um, And then the number two is don't be afraid to go down the path of a healer, you know, because you're, again, that's just the voices coming in saying, oh, you're worthless or, oh, you don't know what you're doing or, oh, you're not educated enough instead of, yes, this lady comes in, she wants this facial, she, you know, you can heal her skin, you've just taken five years off, she feels amazing. So that's going to make her a better wife, mother, friend when she leaves your office. So you have just healed her. Now, I, this is my own opinion for everyone listening in. So you can agree with me or disagree with me. I'm okay either way. But 
I think there was a trend in the beauty industry for a while where we felt like we had to prove ourselves so hardcore. We were trying to do all these crazy treatments that involved sometimes out of our scope of practice, medical devices. And, and thank God it makes me so happy. I feel like the power of touch is coming back into our world as estheticians. I feel like um, the use of of stones and crystals and all of those things, they're finding our way in. And really, this is what's eliminating our competition as facial, facialists, this, this great holistic approach that, and, and healing energy spewing through our bodies is part of this. I've had people leave my spa in LA and they're like, I don't even get what you do to me, but I feel more confident. I feel more beautiful and I feel more empowered when I leave here. And I think it's sharing that energy from me immersing and doing things with you and with, with other people that feed my soul that way. So let's talk about if somebody wants to incorporate these things in their practice, what are some gemstones and crystals that they could have in their treatment room or they could use with their clients? Cause I know this is kind of what's lighting you on fire right now is the use of, of crystals and gems in, in your practice. Oh, I know. If you could see my office, it's hysterical. I had to push out all the crystals in the way to put the computer up to talk to you, you know, because it's like, <laughs> I wish I could send you a picture of the selenite lamp right now covered in crystals. You know, for the for the facial room and for the sacred space, um, it's really about setting the tone and clearing the space first. So you can do that with a selenite. You can do that with a smudge stick, although they those get a little smoky, but you can do an incense, but really setting your intention to clear the space of your energy or anyone else's energy that's in there. And that way it sets the stage for your beautiful next client coming in. And then, um, I would recommend rose quartz, uh, the light pink crystal, because it's good for communication, which is what you want to have with your client. Uh, and it, it brings in love and passion and just this beautiful calming energy. So rose quartz is definitely one of my top favorite and most people's favorite. If they've never um, bought a crystal before, people love rose quartz. I actually sell rose quartz, jade, not jade, I guess, but the rollers. And um, that's how I end every facial. Now I keep it in the freezer and it does so many cool things. It, you know, the, the coolness from it actually will reduce the inflammation from any extractions or anything that you did and, um, sell one up to almost every single person. You're right. They feel drawn to it immediately. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm still waiting for my Jade roller to come in from four weeks ago that I ordered. <laughs> you should have told me I would send you one because I ordered like 10 from the big online stores and they would show up like one piece of the roller would be missing one. It would squeak and nobody wants a squeaky roller on their face, right? We're doing this to yeah. make us feel good. So I found a spot where I get the best roller. So let me know if you want me to send one to you. Okay, cool. Another really good one to have in the spa in your sacred space is a clear quartz or a smoky quartz because clear quartz, again, will um, absorb and help them meditate and, and chill out and will also sometimes help them really go a little bit deeper emotionally. And then smoky quartz will help clear any negative energy. So I'm, I don't know how many clients come in and they're stressed or nervous or anxious, but the smoky quartz, if you kind of place it maybe right on top of their heart. Um, if they kind of do the neck area, it will remove some of the negative energy so you can have a fresh start. 
Okay. I want to talk more about crystals. So also because you know, I love business and marketing and all that stuff. I have pyrite and citrine in my treatment rooms in the right corners. I've read up on them. What do you think about those two stones? Oh, classic. It's perfect. Citrine is great. It's another form of quartz. So um, clear quartz, smoky quartz, citrine, it's all going to pretty much do a lot of the same thing. And citrine is uh, very, I would say, not judgmental. Like people are going to come in your house or spa and they're not going to be like, what is that? You know, so they're they're going to accept it. And then pyrite, it doesn't surprise me that you have pyrite because you're all about promoting abundance for other people and for your clients. And that's the fool's gold, right? That's the abundance. And, um, and it's very grounding. So those are two really good ones to also have. I have to tell you, I didn't share this with you. I just had the expansion meeting in Las Vegas with my beauty biz gals. It was a live day together. You know, many of these girls, you've worked with them and I gave them all a citrine keychain. Nice. And it's, so the whole room was full of it, right? I had 30 crystals. Everyone (laughs) had one sitting in front of them and it was our most powerful meeting yet. People were crying. People were laughing. Our guest speaker was on fire. I gave her one before she left and she got the chills when I handed it to her. She's a Ted talk speaker, powerhouse, first casino boss in Vegas. And she got the chills when I handed her that crystal. Oh man, people love them. And what they don't know is what it's doing without any effort. And that's what, oh wait, you uh, seriously, that's what I feel like we have to do as estheticians. We have to honor that we have this healing ability and just let people feel it without even knowing what it is. Or perfect. That's perfect advice or even controlling it. Sometimes we have, we get, we think we have to do all this stuff or uh, remember everything about the crystal And what I love about crystals and what I try and teach people is crystals talk to you. And this is a little bit out there for some people, but crystals will actually tell them I'll have a a student sit down and all of a sudden the rose quartz is chiping up or maybe the fluorite is like starting to talk and they'll say, I want to go on their heart or I want to go on their third eye and crystals tell you where they want to be and what they want to do, whether you're decorating your house or setting up your spot or placing them on your your future client, you know, they really do boss you around. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, you're right because I've had dental problems for the last few months and it was weird. I would alternate between the amethyst point that I have on my nightstand and my light stem light therapy on my face. So I had these two totally different methods, but sometimes I would just pick that crystal up and put it on my jaw and I swear it made me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And amethyst is good for the crown. So anything on the face and, and connecting and really heightening your intuition. So I wouldn't be surprised if that amethyst guided you on who to go see next or how to repair your own tooth. (laughs) Well, I did, you know, that this weekend, we almost had to cancel today. So this has been a challenge. I hopefully it'll guide me towards really getting this problem fixed because it's been going ongoing since November. But, um, so I want to talk a little bit more where, Can somebody, and I didn't even ask you, and I hope you have an answer. If not, we'll revisit this at a different time. But where do you go to get a good crystal? How do you know what's a good crystal? And then I want to talk about how to charge them because I don't know when to put mine out and when the moon is not supposed to do it and supposed to do it. So can we talk about those two things? Where do you get them? When do you charge them and how? 
Okay, so um, a lot of my crystals I get from a, late, a local lady, and she drives all over the country getting them. So I just trust her, and then she sources them from all over the United States, and then some of them even come, obviously, from a lot of other countries. So I would recommend just finding um, a guy or a lady that you trust, and what you want to look for is if they look natural, like the colors of the earth, then they're usually natural. If they're really, really bright as far as kind of been tweaked a little bit with color, they've either been dyed or radiated. And I just don't prefer those as much. I just like as natural as possible, but to each their own. It's it's your own journey. You can find great crystals online and uh, and I can help you with some websites after if uh, if you have some questions about that for sure. Okay, perfect. And then how do you know when to charge them? I know they say citrine doesn't need to be charged. It never picks up negative energy. Why do you charge a crystal? When should you charge it and how? So I listen again to the crystals on what they want. Uh, like right now I have a blue appetite, which is my total current favorite right now. Blue appetite is amazing. And everybody listening to this should go get one. I have one sitting in front of me as we speak, actually. Okay, good. Yeah. And um, I have them around the selenite because I heard them say like, I want to be cleansed or I'll do a session with a student that maybe they dealt with a lot of grief or a lot of um, sadness. And so I want to cleanse the crystals with either some salt water, give them like a quick bath, um, put them around the selenite because you never have to clean selenite. It will um, charge your crystals for you. Or you can smudge them. Um, I You can also just hold them and breathe your breath into them and just set your intention to clear. If you don't have a lot of crystals, you know, if you have just a couple, you can just clear them on your own. Um, so don't make a big deal out of charging or clearing the crystals. Kind of listen what they need. And you'll tell. Some of them, like the smoky quartz and will get literally smoky. You'll see little things in them. And then sometimes if they break, that's a good sign because maybe a negative energy was in there or a little entity or something. And so they crack open to release that. Is the selenite the clear? I mean, it's the white one that looks kind of foggy almost. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And they come in bars or people, you'll see people make lamps out of them. I have a tower in every room in my Perfect. house. <laughs> yeah. So you're clearing the space without even clearing the space. Just your intention that the, that the tower's doing that is enough. Awesome. Okay. So we don't have to put them out in the moonlight every full moon. Well, so I like to put them out in the moonlight. Um, good question, because uh, it gives it new energy of the month. And so people that need either new ideas, new motivation, new abundance, and just some new, definitely put it out into the moon to recharge with what the lessons that you're going to learn for the next month. That's kind of how I think about it. Um, and then if it's too cold, you know, I don't put them out. But if it's nice and warm, or even if it's raining, I put them out. So I want to talk a little bit too about, um, pulling cards. I have some goddess cards. I give them to all the people that I work with. I do them at the end of most of my one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. That's a form of energy healing, isn't it? When you can set your intentions through something like that. Oh yeah. I use a lot of cards. Um, I, one of my favorite decks is definitely the goddess deck for, uh, women in general. 
you know, there's so many uh, lineages of suppression and repression and, and all of this. And, and then we, you know, we're trying to stay not, not too masculine and not masculine enough and all this kind of stuff. So the goddess energy, when it comes in, is just so empowering and so many lessons. So if you buy yourself a goddess deck, it's by Doreen Virtue. Those are the ones that I have. Are, there, are we talking about the same deck? No, I have one. It's called the Goddess Oracle, and it is by, let's see, Amy Sophia. Um, and I love that deck. So definitely, you can find it online. Um, and then I, I, my new current favorite is a fairy deck because fairies like to get stuff done quickly. Oh, that sounds like my kind of deck. I know, you would love it. You love it. I also use uh, Reiki cards um, a lot because people want to learn about their chakras. And it's a real uh, basic, you know, starting out for to learn about energy healing is to learn about your chakras and not just going on YouTube, but really pulling cards every day. What kind of lesson do you need to learn? What energy do you need to shift? And so it kind of breaks it down that way. You know, something, this is, we're all over the place because this is what we do when we talk. I yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this question that I want to ask you, and I want to tell you how I've done this energy healing component in my own treatment room and didn't even know I was doing it. But I want to know what you suggest somebody do if they want to learn more about sharing their gift of energy healing. And I'll tell you the way I started doing this before I even knew what energy healing was. I would have people come in and I had these high highly stressed, uh, very powerful women as clients in Los Angeles. And I thought to myself, what can I do to make them enjoy this appointment? I have to get them out of the headspace they're in and into like self-care relaxation mode. So you can simply start, this is my tip. And then I want you to share some of yours. You can simply start healing somebody's energy by asking them the right question. And one of the things that I started to do was during the failing economy. Everyone wanted to talk about being broke and no money. And I thought, this is awful. They're never going to leave here feeling better. So I would tell them, okay, we're not allowed to talk about that during this one hour. What I want you to tell me right now is to share something new and good. And I felt like that, taking them to that place, created a little bit of healing energy in their world. So I am going to tell any of you out there that are wanting to incorporate a healing energy in your practice is to start your treatments the right way by getting somebody in an awesome frame of mind. I want you to take it from there, Lillian. Well, I mean, that's great advice. Um, you know, really you're, cause you're working on mindset and a lot of people don't go into the healing, um, world because they are not confident enough. So therefore it makes total sense that you start with their mindset. And when someone sits in front of me, I just see all their natural, gifts and talents on a spirit level. And so I want to say, Oh, you know, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. But instead, we work with the energy of what is preventing them from doing that? You know, is it fear? Is it trauma? Is it um, that person that you're married to calling you crazy? You know, there's all kinds of examples that people are living every day with that they just, they don't step out of their box. So I have a joke. I'm just like, okay, step one, come out of the closet. I mean, really come out of the closet and tell people that you have been to a Reiki session or you have been to a psychic or you have been, you know, putting crystals on your clients. You know, that's step one is just 
coming forward. And it, it sounds really easy, but it's really hard <laughs> for people, you know? Fear is a real problem. And so I really like to work through that fear and not make it so scary. Well, I think people need to look at this as a gift that we have to offer our clients. And it's also being socially intelligent. You know, certain clients are going to be open to it and you know, certain aren't, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. Know when to share. Know when to share. But even if I tell people, even if you say the wrong thing in an argument with your, you know, boyfriend, your girlfriend, it doesn't matter if you, you know, you pump yourself up, you're like, I'm going to do this and you still say it wrong. It doesn't matter. The fact that you even thought about doing it and took an action step forward is amazing. You know, even if you've never thought of yourself as a healer, you know, just going to do some things for yourself. So setting up your own sessions and lining up your own spiritual journey is key to you being your own healer. And I think a lot of people are even scared to go down their own spiritual journey. So, you know, you can't be a healer if you don't go down your own path. So I really encourage people to not have any attachments or expectations of what their healing journey looks like. Just try something, do it. So, and we've given you guys good tips. She's told you today about some crystals and some cards and And I used to, for a while, I had the cards in my spa and I would tell, they were called manifestation or intention setting cards. I can't remember which. And I tell my client right after I put the mask on them or while I was putting the mask on, which is the end of the facial, I would say, just think about something you want to bring into your life. And we'd pull a card and put it on their chest the whole time they were laying there. And I would ask them first, do you want to pull a card today? And most people said, sure. And it was awesome because they would read the card at the end And I created an experience for them. And that's what you need to do to kind of fill your book and create a loyal clientele, create an experience that may be a little different than somebody else is willing to do. Well, that's a really good point. And two things about that is a funny part is when we were healing your rash, what you don't know is I had this big teddy bear with crystals all over it and cards all over it because energy works all the way across the country and the states healing. It's not just, you know, a healing touch or working on the forehead wrinkles and opening the third eye. I mean, literally energy is just is passed from me to you through, you know, hundreds of miles of way. And I love that. If so, you got to start to think like bigger, you know, and um, one of the things that, that, y'all can do is I have my little cheat sheet, my little, my favorite healing tools of 2019 on my website. And it, it tells you my 10 favorite things that I did to get started. Oh, I love that. What's your website? Just so they, in case they missed the beginning. Awakenchange.com. And they can download my favorite healing tools of 2019. And it seems mainstream, but really, uh, you know, people forget that this is just the whole spiritual package. It's kind of cool and it's uh, totally free. So give us one. Okay. Well, one we talked about, which was crystals and number two, which everybody either does now or audibly is a spiritual book. Do you have one that you recommend for a, for a beginner? You should write, you should write spiritual healing for dummies, like one of those books. Yeah. <laughs> People like me. I love Sonia Chaquette's Ask Your Guides. Uh, that's one of my favorites for a beginner. Awesome. Because it really helps you trust your intuition. 
Now, knowing the beauty industry like you do, because I've sent people your way and, and I know. And I love them. They are all so nice. I mean, I can't, your tribe is just amazing. So, you know, it, it takes a, a leader to bring this tribe together, which is you. But I mean, really, your ladies are amazing. I, I want to thank you for that. And it's a compliment that I get a lot and I have to say that I feel that's one thing I'm really proud of are the type of women that I've attracted into this expansion group in the beauty biz club, because there's nothing else like this out there in the beauty industry. They're awesome women. And, um, I get that compliment a lot when I send them out as, you know, refer them to other people, people always call and thank me and go, wow, these are some pretty incredible women. So I appreciate the compliment. Anytime, honey, anytime. <laughs> now tell, is there anything else you want to share? I'm just going to give you the stage, maybe some confidence building tips or just anything else you want my listeners to hear. And then I want you to, you know, maybe wrap it up telling everybody how they can work with you or what you do for people. Okay. So confidence building tips. I love this. So, um, I think the first one is that, that, these women have to start to trust them, their self, their intuition, their guides, and that little nice voice in their head. Really start to start your journey and don't doubt yourself. And number two, just really set the intention. Like you said, you set an intention for a session, set an intention with your life on a daily basis of of one new thing you want to learn a day about your spiritual practice or your healing practice. And then what I do is I call in my guides, my angels, my ancestors, and I say, take over, allow me to say the most beautiful words to my students that are calling today, showing up today and allow me to, to step aside and let the spirit talk to the spirit. So you can get as deep as you want. And then um, little movement, little movements daily and, and in total gratitude. I think that's really important is just to really thank your house for being, you know, your sacred space. Thank your spa, thank your clients, thank yourself for being well and healthy, you know, thank your body for showing up every day, not in pain. Um, all this kind of stuff, just be in complete gratitude for everything around you so that you start to really get grounded on, on what's helping you, whether it be spiritually on a human side or the animals in your life for that sake. Right. I love that. Get grounded around what's helping you because so often we focus on the chaos and that just creates more of it. I love that. Get grounded on what's helping you. Yeah. And I think what can really help people moving forward, because I know I've, we've, we've worked together on, you've done energy healing and I've done coaching with you, um, because I love your energy. And sometimes I have to get out of my spiritual box and go back to, you know, the human box and vice versa. Right. So I think working with me, you know, not everybody can do an hour session right now, but that's what I, I do a lot of Zoom, a lot of Skype. Well, I should say a little Skype and a lot of Zoom. Uh, <laughs> We're going to blame the technical difficulties we had this morning on Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> okay. I think that's a really fair thing. Okay. So, 
But I think if you've never tried energy healing, I think step one would be to start meditating. And I, you can visit my website for some meditations. I will have some more. I've been doing a lot of guided meditations. It's definitely my passion. And I'll, uh, I'll speed things up and get those online. But also, I make these sprays that are all energetic um, sprays. And it's a good way to kind of test me out. You get... Um, I have an abundance spray, which used to be called money spray. So that's kind of how you're familiar with it. But um, it gets you into the mindset of, of things bigger than you helping you, whether it be Reiki, crystals. I put the great goddess in the spray, Mother Earth. I put lots of uh, different energy um just things that talk to me that want to go in the spray, which sounds weird, but what it does is it brings clients and abundance and money and things that we can relate to on a human level, but it's all spiritual in a bottle. So I think that's kind of a cool way to start. And they're very inexpensive to start, right? So it's not a big commitment. And people can, just if you're open to this, you can shift into it. When Jay first met me, I think he thought I, I was crazy. And now if you look at his nightstand, it's covered in crystals. And every morning he uses your abundance spray like it's aftershave. I watch him spray it on his head, on his chest before he leaves every morning. And I have to say, like watching him, he has just built this amazing business. And I do believe it's because he opened up a different part of his being. Yes. I mean, it is, it's opening up different channels and portals and when you meditate, it makes you go places you've never been. And that, the cool thing I just thought of, it just came to me, is that we're talking about how to bring estheticians as healers to the forefront. And I make this right called soul purpose. And so wouldn't that be interesting? Um, I would love to offer it to you. And we can talk about it off the air. But I'd love to send you some soul purpose. And maybe you can bring it to the to the women that are you think are, are wanting to approach being a healer, but really don't know how and need that extra push, you can send them a spray. Maybe we should do that for my next expansion meeting. Because we did give out the abundance spray and all of them still talk about it. That was like two years ago. And they go, oh my God, this stuff works. Some of them spray it around their treatment room and do the happy dance before they start their day, but they're all believers. <laughs> so, I love it. Let's make a special batch for the girls for my next expansion, expansion meeting. meeting. And, okay. and we'll be your betas, right? We can tell you how this worked in our world. Yeah, I've seen it work with um, the women that I work with as far as switching careers. And sometimes it happens so fast. They're like, wait, Lillian, what just happened? I'm like, well, I mean, you're coming to me for sessions and you're spraying the spray. I mean, it, there's no pause button. It just says forward movement, forward movement. If somebody wants to, and I'm, you're going to get busy, just so you know, if somebody wants to book a session with you, because it stays on iTunes forever. If somebody wants to book a session with you, who would book a session with you? Let me ask that. Like people searching for or needing or who do you best serve? Who is what I call your BCE, your best client ever? Oh, I have so many best clients. Um, I think it's really people that are, they feel like they're odd and they have things happening to them. So they're either starting to hear their little voice in their head, their intuition, they're wanting a career change, or they're wanting, I get a lot of relationship people, you know, they're looking for the love of their life, or they need to tweak certain things or get on the same page. 
So I think uh, I call, kind of call myself a little shifter because I help people shift what they want in their life. So it's really, I do specialize in women and I do feel like it's kind of from, you know, 30 to 50, so to speak. But, you know, men do some amazing work too. So I'll leave it open. Okay. So one thing, you guys, when you visit her website, Lillian's not going to look like you think she is. You are like a supermodel, gorgeous. I, people just don't expect when they see their go, oh my God, is that really Lillian on the, on the page? It's really her. I'm going to answer that question now. But how cool would it be if we end our call today with you pulling a fairy card? Do you have them in front of you? Okay, I think so. Let's let this be a message to anyone who's open to it and listening in and let's see what it is. All right. So what do we want the fairies to help us with today for all your listeners today? What are we asking? What's our intention? Okay. So I want to say what's coming to me is really belief in yourself. Okay. So I think a lot of people listening, they've been told that they should believe in themselves and, but really doing it and hearing it are two totally different things. So let's pull a little fairy card for that. All right, so we got, <laughs> this is what I love about the fairy cards. Okay, we got Geo the Slow, Cycles of Time, Slowness, Waiting, and Patience. It says, slow down, sit back in your chair, and think a little. Why are you going so fast? What do you hope to gain from it? Are you metaphorically trying to push the river? What kind of stress is being created in your life by hurrying? This reading indicates that a situation or issue is part of a long process that cannot be hurried. I love this so much because remember, everybody has to remember, this is a journey, not a destination. I know you see that. Everybody tells you that. It's in books from hundreds of years ago, but it really is a journey that we cannot hurry. And so this fairy is going to come in to remind everybody in some kind of way today that we all just need to slow down and enjoy the ride. I love it. I got to get those cards. You'll have to send me a, a text photo of them. Okay, well, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Lillian, for your time. I know people are going to want to know more about you and, and want to know more from you and look at your offerings. And what was the list again you have? Your, your best of what for 2019? Uh, my favorite healing tools of 2019 is a um, free ebook download on my website, and you can just go on there and it'll send it right to your email. Awakenchange.com. Is that correct? That's it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Have an awesome day. Thanks for tuning into the beauty biz show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to build the beauty biz of your dreams. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the beauty biz club, the only professional success-based society designed to fuel your success by providing you with the ongoing resources that are needed to excel in the beauty industry, please visit beautybizclub.com. Again, that's beauty biz club.com. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free report, top 10 secrets of successful beauty biz practitioners, please visit lorikrete.com. 